The Last Supper with Steph DeSosa. Thanks for dropping by. Come and sass Steph's Life Spice. All her socials at spicysteph.com. My next guest on The Last Supper is my first non-foodie guest, which I'm really excited about. I love talking to non-foodies about food and maybe getting them to think a little bit more about the food they love and why they love it. So my next guest is, my God, the funniest man, Akmal Sali. Akmal is Egyptian. He was born in Egypt and he arrived in Sydney with his family in 1975. So he has a really interesting cultural background. So I'm really, really eager to find out what his Last Supper will be and if it has any reflection of Egypt whatsoever inside it. If you like the service, tip us with a review on iTunes. It's free, you tight ass. Akmal, thank you for coming on to the Last Supper podcast. That's all right. Thank you for asking me. It's, I, 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 you know, for the last few years, I've been thinking, when are they going to ask me? Why is it me? <laughs> They've asked everyone else. I feel left out. And finally, I've been asked. Thank you. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> hey, to you, I, I've been doing a little bit of reading on you just to try and get a little bit of an idea of where you're from because clearly you're not white Australian, right? I, I'm, I'm not white Australian. Well, not the last time I looked in the mirror, but, you know, people do change. You know, <laughs> imagine it started off as a small brown Egyptian and it just evolved into a tall, blonde, white Australian Look. from uh, Wool's End. What about Wool's End? <laughs> nice place oh, my God. Do you actually know Newcastle, do you? <laughs> I know Newcastle very well. How do you yes, know Newcastle know well? well. Well, I think I got stabbed in uh, there a few times. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? So you, Newcastle's you changed that a bit. In a hurry. <laughs> but it has yeah, actually yeah. changed a bit. It's not quite as Even violent as it End? used to be. Oh my God, Wall's End well, was probably the worst. <laughs> well, Wall's End, yeah. I think we had some horrific nights in Wall's End a few years ago, and I'm getting therapy to try and forget it. So is that? But uh, yes, no, I'm still, I'm still Egyptian. You're still born, Egyptian. Okay. I'm still brown and I'm still short, as far as I know. <laughs> All right, you, know, you need to see a plastic surgeon to see if you can work on that. I don't, I don't think I can help with that. I don't think anyone can help me now. <laughs> that's what, that's what my plastic surgeon said. <laughs> there's, there's nothing I can do for well, you. Well, you know what? You should be a loud and proud Egyptian. Well, I'm loud. <laughs> yeah, so I'm certainly loud. I've got the loud part down, down pat. pat. Okay, we'll work. Yeah, yeah. We'll work on the proud together, shall we? Yes, please. <laughs> so tell me, what kind of food did you eat growing up? Growing up, we ate Egyptian food, funnily enough, because yeah, we, we grew up in Egypt. And I don't know if you're familiar with a lot of the Egyptian food, but uh, they're, they're really odd, you know. It's one of my favorite food that I grew up with as a kid was a thing called molokheya. Can okay. you say that? No, molokheya. Have a go. Molokheya. That's pretty good. That's not bad at all. <laughs> you just got to have the happening and you'll be you, right. Exactly. In fact, the whole Arabic language, once you get that, that phlegm thing going, you speak it fluently. <laughs> you won't know what you're saying, but, you know. It doesn't so, matter. Do you have a section? No, I'm no, speaking Arabic. I'm speaking Arabic today. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's, it's a very um, intriguing dish and it's green. Mm-hmm. And it's slimy, and it it does look like snot. I'm, You're not I can't selling it, it to me, way. can I tell you? I'm not no, no, really feeling it. But you have to hear me out. Okay, right, keep yes, going. it is. It, I'm saying like, yeah, it is green and it's slimy, and it does look a lot like snot. But don't let that put you off. Okay. Because it's a, or the smell. Don't let the smell put you <laughs> off either. It's really good for you, apparently. It's really good and, for um, you. See, you really yeah, yeah. Not, you're really not selling it to me now. So not only is it green, <laughs> slimy, looks like snot and smells terrible, but it's good for me. So I'm probably not going to choose that one. Well, no, but, you know, that's what I was told as a child anyway. I don't know. <laughs> Did I you like it or not? 
Yeah, I did because yeah. you know we, we had very little choice. So you yeah. know, either that or just go out and uh, find your food somewhere else. Yeah. And so yeah, that was that was one. And and the thing is, food is so important to Egyptians. It's yeah. such a huge part. That's how they greet you. You know, if you go visit an auntie or a, or a cousin or something, they've got a feast, like a Roman feast, ready for Waiting you. Waiting for you. You can only eat like ten percent of it, but they, but that's their way of showing you that they love you. Yeah, you know, by, that's such by giving you heart heart problems or <laughs> or diabetes. They've all got diabetes or, or some sort of blockage. You Somewhere. Know, they just, it's all about the food, you know. Yeah, but and, that's uh, so beautiful, though. Like, it, it's such a lovely way to be shown that, that you're loved, though, don't you think, force-feeding you? Yeah, I mean, money would be better. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> because, look, we love you so much. He's too grand. That, that, yeah. I would prefer that. But, yeah. look, I understand. It's, it's very cultural. Because that's all they've got. Everything, yeah, everything works around food. You know, yeah. like at Easter, Easter is our big celebratory sort of landmark. It's, a, it's Easter. Not so much Christmas. So Easter, before uh, Easter, they're very religious people. The Egyptians are. I grew up in a Coptic Orthodox family, fanatical Christians. Oh, and, um, wow. And so they, they would fast for 50 days. 50 they days? Only, well, they're 50, 55 days, I think, they fast before Easter. But they don't, like, complete fast. They, I think they eat about 3 p.m. And they don't eat meat or eggs or dairy. Like basically, they become vegan for fifty-five wow. days, and then the night before they go to church, right, to celebrate the resurrection of Christ. So they drag but themselves all looking at their half watches. dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're looking at their watches, and, and as soon as Jesus is re- resurrected, they rush home, <laughs> and and they, and they take this mountain of of beef and chicken and goats and every type of meat you can ever imagine, and they just. Gorge themselves, gorge themselves to on. make up to make up for the fifty-five days of non-meat eating. I love so that. I'm not sh- and they make themselves yeah. sick. They make themselves sick for Jesus. Let, yeah. Let's See, celebrate. Let's the- celebrate the Lord, shall we? <laughs> yeah, by eating fatty foods, meat. <laughs> let's let's celebrate the resurrection of Christ by killing a few animals, <laughs> slaughtering a few pigs, and oh man, they. Really uh, go crazy on oh, that um, Easter, Easter Eve. Yeah. So, what when yeah. you moved? How old were you when you came to Australia? I was ten. So, what happened to the food that you ate when you left Egypt and came to Australia? Did it stay the same? Well, we, we couldn't take it with us because <laughs> you know, <laughs> like the bags wouldn't hold them. Look here. But you know, we've got it. animals and stuff here in Australia. Have they not told you that yet? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you see those border security shows where people try and sneak in birds and, oh, look, there's a whole steak. You've, you've, you've got a steak from Malaysia all but the way see, the amount of people that try and bring in food from Asia and India, though, on those shows is amazing. Their suitcases are full. It's like they think we don't have any here. That's right. We've got, we got, we got probably more Indian food in Australia than in India. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, but can you go to a suburb without finding an Indian restaurant no, or a Chinese not. restaurant? And I'm so Mate, glad. I, 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 no matter how extreme you go, you know, there's a place called Will Kenya. Do you know where that is? No, but I've heard of it. No, yeah, it's uh, it's somewhere between Mildura and Broken Hill. Oh, in so the it's middle, middle of, of nowhere. Desert, right? It's absolutely the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And, and we drove through there. There's nothing there. Except the Chinese restaurant. <laughs> There's a Chinese restaurant and a golf club 
with no golf course because it's in the desert. Unbelievable. So, did you stop so at yeah, it? The, yeah, we stopped at did, it. Let and, me uh, guess, did it have sweet and sour pork, Mongolian lamb and fried rice? Was it just all the traditional Aussie Chinese food? No, no. Look, you know, the, if you've ever been in that part of Australia, it's constantly about 45 degrees. Yeah. So it's hot yeah. and you're sweating. And the last thing you want is sweet and sour pork. It's <laughs> <laughs> steaming hot sweet and sour pork. It doesn't come to mind when you're in, well, Kenya. But, but they had a, a golf course, I mean a golf club, a golf club, the Will Kenya Golf Club, which included a Chinese restaurant, oh but there was no golf played or nothing. There was nothing. No, I don't know where the golf came sort of, into um, it. No, yeah. So, well, maybe um, one day it did have a golf club, but the, probably the drought or something, it all dried up. Maybe the cows came in yeah. and ate all the greens, maybe, or something. Maybe, yeah, maybe the ab- Aboriginals uh, played golf there in, you know, 50,000 years ago. <laughs> maybe. When it, was, when it was green and lush, <laughs> and now it's desert. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll, tell you, you, I'll tell you another quick story yeah. about the Molokai. I almost forgot. Now, if you, if you look it up, look it up online, mm-hmm. it looks like marijuana. Yeah. It looks very much like marijuana. And when my uncle, my uncle Murad, who loves Molokia, came to Australia, and this is back in the 70s, there, there were no multicultural shops, there were no yeah. Lebanese shops, we could go and buy this stuff. So he bought all these seeds with him and he grew the Molokia in his backyard. So people would think it was marijuana and they'd come in and steal the Molokia. Oh, really? Right? And, and he was dumbfounded. So why would people be eating my mulcheya? <laughs> why would they steal the mulcheya? I didn't think they even knew about mulcheya. <laughs> and so he'd grow it again. And then the, you know, the kids, the neighbors or whoever, go, oh, there's more marijuana. <laughs> Did <laughs> you ever try a- smoking some to see what, what would happen? I have not smoked mulcheya in my life. <laughs> I can honestly say that. But I always imagine these people, they jump the fence and steal my uncle Murad's mulcheya and then, Green's not <laughs> smoke. <laughs> That's right. It was produced more green smoke. And, uh, you know, hopefully that, that put a lot of people off drugs. <laughs> My uncle Murad Mulukhiya yeah. put people off drugs. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's you. saved a whole generation of people in, in that area of ever smoking marijuana again. In punch bowl, in punch bowl, yeah. <laughs> Feeling hungry? Drool over Steph's recipes at spicystep.com. Akmal, if you had to choose today what your last supper would be, what would you pick? Well, the last supper has not had a good reputation. You know, when you consider, you know, I grew up very religious, as I said. And, oh, you know, yeah, last of course. Supper was followed by the crucifixion. So there's a little connotation so, yeah. for you that's not sitting very well. So maybe your last meal. Well. We'll change it the for the last, last meal. <laughs> the second last supper. Okay, second last Look, supper. you know, I don't eat meat. I haven't eaten any kind of meat for about 25 years. Ah, tell me why. And, why um, is that? I just, I think I grew up with so much meat that I, I my mum especially used to force me to eat the meat and it was just, I didn't like the taste. Okay. She, she would force me to eat it. I don't eat eggs either because she used to, <laughs> this is yeah. more like psychotherapy now, I'm telling yep. you this. She used to, just to get boiled eggs and force them down oh, my throat yeah. like, like a duck. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> so She's trying to make um, Akmal fagua. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then, like if I smell eggs now, I feel nauseous. Oh, so, so, um, so I don't eat, uh, you know, my, my ultimate meal is rice. Yeah. And I love potatoes and I love beans, like different types of beans. I love the taste of beans. And I love, believe it or not, I like molokhiya. When I, I don't know how to make it now. You know, my, my mum has passed away, so my molokhiya intake has 
has dropped dramatically yeah, since yeah. then. But you know, I, I would if I was if I was to have a dream meal, it would include a lot of beans and rice and sauces, a lot of chili. Yeah, I love chili. Oh, you know, I, yeah. I can eat a lot of chili because I grew up eating chili, and you know, sometimes certain foods need that chili touch. You know, like yeah, um, yeah, I believe you. Yeah, I love chili. Yeah, like certain rice dishes with it. just a little bit of. Chili just gives it that little kick. You just know? Give it, I like a lot of chili, not a little bit of chili, though. I'm a bit of a I, chili addict. Well, not everyone can handle the chili. You see, that's uh, we're, we're we're different. You know, it's um, I equate it. You know, a lot of people say, "Oh, why do you swear in your stand up? You don't need to swear." I say, "Well, I don't need to swear, but I like swearing." But I it's choose like to. Chili. Yeah, exactly. It's like chili. It is. Yeah, you, you don't, don't need you don't it. Have to, you don't have to have chili, but it, it gives that. Through a little bit of a yep. kick, that, yeah, absolutely. That you go, oh, ooh, that, ooh, in my head. I love it. Yeah, that's I'm great. Just eating something good, special, <laughs> and I won't be forgetting that in a hurry. And then you remember it. <laughs> then you remember uh, it the next day. Yeah. Well, you remember a few hours later, you know, <laughs> on the toilet. You go, oh, I remember this. Oh no. Oh, which I've not put so quite much. so much on. Yeah, I hear. You. <laughs> hey, do you have a dessert that you'd have for your last second last supper? <laughs> well, a dessert. Look, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I can't really call myself a true vegan or a vegetarian because I love chocolate. Okay. I love chocolate, you know. That's my one weakness. Oh, wow. It, even when I'm going through a, a, a fitness phase, you know, I still can't resist chocolate. Oh, even you know? when you're not um, well, you'll eat chocolate. Yeah, especially when I'm not well, I'll eat chocolate. Oh, wow. And um, I, like, I like melted chocolate. I like hot chocolate. Hot chocolate is great because it reminds me of my childhood. You know, it's just it's very comforting. Yeah, you know that. But good hot chocolate, not none of that rubbish that you put out. Yeah, it's not, it's not real hot chocolate. It's like real melted chocolate in beautiful full cream milk and cream uh, and all that sort of stuff. So, is hot chocolate yeah, an Egyptian thing? Like, is that something that you would see a lot in Egypt? Yes, it is. Hot oh. chocolate is, is very common. Especially when we were growing up, when we were kids, you know, you have that, and they call it cacao. And, oh, you know, of course. Uh, you have some cacao and, uh, and before you go to bed. And so every time I have hot chocolate, I remember the warmth and the uh, the loving that I had as yeah. a child. Yeah. Oh, that's and, beautiful. Uh, so you don't yeah, hate your parents. Yeah. You love them. I love my parents. Yeah, that's good. That. That's good. They're dead now, but I didn't. I wasn't the one that killed them. I just want to make that clear <laughs> for your podcast, just in case people. Akmal thought. did not kill his parents. Thank you, thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's such a beautiful yeah. memory, and it's like so surprising. I had no idea that that was something that was part of Egyptian culture was hot chocolates. Oh look, you know, a lot of things started with Egypt, like cocoa. I might not be correct with the cocoa, but you know, like beer was was uh, started and discovered in Egypt. A lot of the basic foods and beans and corn started in Egypt, you know, because it is the oldest civilization. Yeah, I guess so. So it well, makes well, sense, it, it, doesn't it? Yeah, it's one of the oldest civilizations. I should be, I should be more correct about I that. I guarantee you, if you talk to a Greek, that they would tell you that that is not correct and that it all started in Greece. Oh, well, they're idiots. That's, uh, <laughs> the Greeks are stupid. That's why, that's why they say things like that. <laughs> not true. Not it's true. not true. It's all it's started true. in the Egypt. Came, well, it started in Mesopotamia, to be exact. Okay. Right? And then, and, but they didn't do much, you know. My understanding is the Greeks came like centuries later. Wow. Centuries. Many centuries. Who would have thought that this would have ended up as a history lesson by Akmal. No one, no one, not even me. <laughs> and uh, I'm not even sure of what I've said was correct. So. Well, it doesn't matter. We're so, not going to fact check. We're just going to go with the flow. We're just going to assume this is not a history that you podcast. know exactly what you're talking about and you nailed it. No, 
Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now, well, I'll bet any Greek that Egyptian culture started first. I'll bet them any. I'll bet them a Suvlaki <laughs> or two, or a Euros, maybe they're probably. Or, a say, or you could just what really wall them up and say kebab because they really hate <laughs> it when you call a Euros yeah. a kebab. Don't call it kebab. Kind of one the of Arab my favourite things to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, provoking Greeks. Let's go together and provoke Greeks for a weekend and yes. go drive around all the Greek areas. In Punchbowl? <laughs> let's see what In we punch Let's see if we come you out alive. Merrickville, Merrickville, then Merrickville. Oh, and, uh, awesome. you know, and, and I could go around and, you know, suss out all the Greeks and yell out things like, hey, why don't you go back to where we came from? <laughs> Go back and eat a kebab. (laughs) (laughs) You know the Egyptians made it first. (laughs) That's right. I should have. I should have that on a t-shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Were first with everything. Everything. (laughs) The Egyptians beat the Greeks. They beat the Greeks. How many pyramids have the Greeks built? None. None. Exactly. Nothing. I bet they. I bet they'll tell you that they did though. (laughs) That's the kind of Greeks. What's it saying? You know, beware of Greeks bearing gifts. Well, be, beware of Greeks bearing facts. They're probably not <laughs> factual at all. <laughs> Just beware of Greeks generally. <laughs> Turn into a racist or Egyptians, or Egyptians or bagging Egyptians, out Greeks. <laughs> especially, oh, watch out for Egyptians. Especially, be careful. Well, <laughs> yeah. thank you so much for coming along to my podcast today. I have officially got a sore belly from laughing, so that's job done, right? Excellent. And I'm going to go and suss out a recipe for <laughs> whatever that was. Yes. But I'm going to find it good. and I'm going to make it. Would you let me know how that went? I, I definitely will because I'll probably be abusing you because of it. But I'm going to try and find the ingredients and I'm going to make it. I will definitely yeah. let you and know. Don't use marijuana. Use no. the correct <laughs> herb. I, yeah. I will remember that. And don't right. feed it to my kids if I do. <laughs> that's, that's Thanks, right. Akmal. Have a great day. Thanks for coming along. Is this a five-headed iTunes podcast? If so, leave a review. If not, fuck you.